0: Thank you, Lord, that we are who you say we are. Lord, we aren't who we think we are, and we aren't who other people say we are. But, Lord, we are who you say we are. Lord, help us remember that when we accept you, we become your children. We become your children. You have a place for us in our Father's house. So, Lord, we thank you that your love, the love you have for each and every one of us. Lord, we thank you for the fact that we have a place and a place with you. Lord, thank you for being with us and for just caring for us. We just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Just want to, last week I mentioned that um, I've encouraged you to get a Start a prayer journal. Um, write down things maybe you're praying about. And, and for me, for me personally, you write what you're praying about. For me personally, is what you hear. And I was, for me, again, you can hear a lot of things about yourself. And You know, you don't have to just hear things about the church. I don't want to mislead anybody. But what I'm interested in, um, not necessarily your personal things, but I'm interested in what you think the Lord might be saying to us as a body. Okay? And it Know, can be anything, can be anything, so whatever whatever you think, and you don't if you don't hear anything, don't write nothing down, you have to make anything up, you know, uh, but if you feel like you know I think this is maybe something the Lord might be saying, I just like to collect those um, I'm not sure when you write them down, and I'll let you know when i'm going to collect them because I'm not just sure when i'm going to be done with this whole series, so just encourage you to do that in the meantime, um, as we started talking about prayer um, a couple weeks ago uh i really want to stress that folks prayer is out of relationship you know we don't pray because we have to we don't pray because somebody taught me how to do it so i say this prayer but we pray out of relationship to a father in heaven and we're his child so it's a father child relationship it's it's that relationship is why we pray and so as we look at this whole subject of prayer, of prayer, I want you to understand I'm not really trying to teach you how to pray. I want to encourage you as you pray. And we can learn things about prayer, but uh, my goal isn't to teach you how to pray. Because as we have a Father in heaven, we should just want to talk to him. So it's pretty simple. I'm going to share a little bit today about some things about how to pray. And the first one is we need to pray in faith. You know, as Christians, we walk by faith and not by sight. We live by faith. And so when we pray, we pray in faith. You know, it's just, that's just who we are. And so uh, I want to start by looking at Matthew, the 21st chapter, beginning at the 18th Verse. Now in the morning, as Jesus turned to the city, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it but leaves. And he said to it, let no fruit grow on you ever again. And immediately the fig tree withered away. When the disciples saw it, they marveled, saying, how did the fig tree wither away so soon? And Jesus answered and said to them, assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also if you say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea, it will be done. Whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. You know, so many times you think about that story and you're like, wow, what's that all about? You know, a fig tree. Well, Jesus is trying to show his disciples something. I think he was just a lesson. You know, Jesus just trying to teach them, you know, that he could do this. He says, you know, I can do this to this fig tree. I can make it wither. It'll never produce fruit again. And the disciples went, wow. Look, at, I mean, it got their attention. He said, matter of fact, he says, I could say that this mountain be removed and it'd be gone. But he says, here's why I, tell you, I, why I do this. He says, so that you would see that if you had faith, you could do the same thing. Not that we want to go around making trees wither and not that we want to go around finding mountains so we can test it out. Say, okay, there's a mountain. Let's see if I can remove it. That's not the point. The point is that we need to have faith when we pray. That we need to have faith when we pray about mountains in our lives, things in our lives, things that we request, whatever it might be, that when we pray, we pray with faith. We pray with faith, believing. And, you know, it's, it's well, how much faith? You know, it's like, well, I don't know if I got enough faith. Well, here's the catch to that whole thing. You know, it's like, well, I don't know if I have enough faith. I, well, like, you know, it's hard to believe for that. Jesus then in Matthew 17, verse 18 said, and, and, and starting at 17, verse 18, Jesus rebuked a demon, and it came out of a man, And the child was cured from that very, came out of the young boy, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast that out? And Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief. For surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not come out except by prayer and fasting. So Jesus says, how much faith? Well, he says, well, if you just had faith as a mustard seed. You know, just enough faith to believe. You know, not, it's not a, a lot of faith, it's just faith. How much faith do children have? Well, they have mustard seed faith, because they're real simple. They, you know, you tell them, oh, okay. You know, they'll believe it. You You can tell an adult the same thing you tell a child, and the child will go, okay, and the adult will go, well, I don't know. You know? Because we've been around too long, we've seen too much, we've got too much doubt all around us, and so we start to not have faith. But it takes the faith of a little child, the faith the size of a mustard seed. Faith, to believe. A small amount of faith. It starts small. I believe faith grows. I believe faith grows as we... Exercise it. It's like a lot of things in life. For things to get better, you got exercises. See, Linda exercised her knee and it got better. You know, well, if we exercise our faith, it'll get better. It'll grow. You know, when you when you have victories, we need to exercise faith and then we need to grow on that. And we grow, and our faith will grow. Now, that doesn't mean that. Somebody that's starting down here and believing for a small, you know, all it takes is a faith of mustard seed. That's all it takes. So, you know, we don't need a lot of faith, but it will grow. But we need a mustard seed of faith. We have to believe. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things we can't see. So when we have faith, I can't see it. That's the hard part. Because faith means I'm going to pray in faith. I'm going to believe for God for something. I can't see it. If you saw it, it wouldn't be faith. If you had it, it wouldn't be faith. So, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, they stretch us because it takes faith. It takes faith to trust, to believe for things I can't see. You know, um, I don't know where i in the midst of a lot of things, but, you know, we're part of a kingdom that the world can't see. The kingdom of God is not a kingdom that you can see. But by faith, we're part of a kingdom. And by faith, we walk in that kingdom. Not by what we see. Not by what is always going on around me. You know, and the things around me usually work against my faith, if you really think about it. A lot of times, the things around us work against faith. So we have to be very careful that we walk in faith and we believe. So when we pray, we have to pray in faith. You know, Sometimes we could maybe have some doubt. You know, wow. But you know, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, I believe. Yeah, still, you know, I'm dealing with these thoughts. And well, that's okay. That's okay. But walk in faith. Walk in faith. And I want to just kind of take a side note here. But you know, Jesus mentioned fasting. And I I don't want to go past this. Now, when we're talking about prayer, Jesus said his disciples had tried to cast this demon out. They, they couldn't get the job done. And then all of a sudden, Jesus cast it out and the disciples said, well, Lord, how's come we couldn't do that? And Jesus said, this kind, this kind comes out except by prayer and fasting. Why fasting? Why fasting? So if we doesn't mean if we fast, we can make God do stuff. You know, well, okay, let's fast. Because he said if we pray and fast, that it'll take care of this. So we can pray and fast and make God do it. No, fasting isn't to make God do something. Fasting, I believe, is for us. It's for us. You know, what does it do for me? Well, it disciplines me. You know, if I'm praying for something, how disciplined am I that I'm really going to make effort? You know, to me, praying and fasting is effort. Okay, it's commitment. It's saying, you know, I'm serious about this. What's my commitment? Well, I'm willing to pray and fast. You know, I can pray. Praying's a lot easier than praying and fasting, by the way. Pray, you just kind of, you say a prayer and you walk away and everything's better. Sort of. <laughs> but, you know, praying and fasting is a commitment. and It's a longer commitment. And it's saying, you know, I, I really take this serious. I think sometimes God can see our heart. He sees, well, hey, they really think this is serious. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's more. There's more things that might come, become involved in it. But, but I think it's just a lot of how serious do you take this? I would suggest to you, if there's things in your life you've prayed for and you haven't seen an answer, consider praying and fasting. That's just that's just you know I'm not saying that's like oh that's the key but I'm just telling you consider praying and fasting you know whatever that might mean that you know hey this is this is important this is important I believe sometimes you know and Jesus was talking here about casting a demon out so to me that's that's you know that's kind of a I don't know it's not a big deal but it's you know getting demons out of people is a big deal by the way I guess I'll put it that way because they don't come out easy. They like where they are at. And sometimes we like where they're at. And so they come out real hard sometimes. And so I think Jesus says, you know, get committed about this. I think there's things in our lives today that we're dealing with that need prayer and fasting because we're dealing with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of things going on us folks that are spiritual battles going on. Um, things are going in directions in some places that aren't good, and I think it's going to take prayer and fasting if it's going to turn around, because it's a battle. It's a battle. There's a lot of battles raging, raging around us. So, so I want to encourage you to consider praying, praying and fasting. And then, you know, when you think about praying in faith, I want to, I want to look at James. James, the first chapter. James, the first chapter, beginning at the fifth verse. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally, liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, with no doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways he's talking about wisdom and he says when you ask he says ask in faith ask in faith believing without doubting if you have doubts just ask the lord to help you with that and it says then you're going to get what you ask but he says if you doubt how do you expect to receive anything from the lord how do you expect? How are you going to expect? He says. Actually, he says a double-minded man, a man who's not sure, is kind of this way one time, or this way another. Yeah, I believe. Well, I don't know. Back and forth. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Not sure what he really believes. Not sure if he really believes. Unstable, and it sounds like it affects more than just that but it affects all of our ways it affects our whole life and so it's important that we see that when we ask in faith without doubting and if we doubt i think we say lord help me with this i know your word is true i know i know what you say is true so lord help me help me to believe help me to believe increase my faith increase my faith how do you do that how do you increase faith You don't do it by watching stuff on TV. Just throw that out there. There's religious. Somebody's going to say, well, there's religious. Yes, and some of those produce faith. Okay? But I'm just talking about TV in general. If you want to have faith, you're not going to find it on a TV. Matter of fact, a lot of what you see on TV is going to destroy your faith. You know, drug companies spend a whole lot of money advertising drugs on TV. And if you watch that, it will not build your faith because at the end, they always tell you the side effects. That doesn't build my faith. You know, I'm going to trust a pill and I'm not saying you shouldn't take, but I'm going to trust a pill and then they're going to tell me it possibly could kill me. You know, could cause blindness, could, rem- could kill your liver. Oh, that, that encourages me. You know, see, it doesn't build faith. Now, again, I'm not saying, you, but I'm just saying if you listen to that all the time, if you listen to detective shows that are always showing families being destroyed and people killing one another and somebody and a family member going berserk, you think that's going to build you faith for your family? It's not. You're going to become very fearful. you to become very fearful. So we have to be careful. So where do we go to to increase our faith? In Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. How are you going to get faith? You're going to get faith if you listen to the Word of God. If you hear it, if you read it, if you study it, That's how you get faith. If you want faith, then you need to read the Word of God. You need to see what God says. You know, who does God say I am? See? How are you going to have faith to believe what God says about who you are? Well, it's by hearing His Word. Hearing what He says. What does He say about me? Who does He say I am? Not what does everybody else say I am. What do I say I am? You know, a lot of times we're our own worst enemy. So we have to hear what God says. We have to go on what His Word says, not what we think or feel. Not my circumstances, not things going on around me. You know, you have to hear the Word of God. You have to know what the Word of God says. In 1 John, 1 John, the fifth chapter. First John the 5th chapter beginning at the 14th verse it says now this is the confidence we have in him the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us and we know that he hears us whatever we and we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him how do we have confidence How do we know what his will is? His will is his word. How do I know the will of God? I know the will of God if I know the word of God. The word of God will tell me the will of God. And when I pray, I pray according to his will. You know, sometimes, and I'll say sometimes, you know, when we pray thy will be done, sometimes that's a way out. Because we say, well, Lord, thy will be done. It's kind of a Well, that catches everything because, well, I don't know what your will is. So, you know, Lord, you take care of it. Whatever your will is done, whatever your will is, let that be done. I'm not saying it's always wrong, but I'm saying sometimes we have to be careful that it's not a way out because we don't want to find out what his will is. The Bible says he wants to tell us his will because his will is his word. So it's not a secret. It's not a secret we should be able to pray according to his will we should know what his will is if we don't we should pray lord show me i don't think god's up in heaven going oh it's a secret you know i'm not going to tell you he's already told us so we pray according to his will we pray (laughs) according to his will but we have to know what it is what does he what does he want what does god say there's a scripture that says let god be true and every man a liar. What does that mean? First time I heard that, I was offended. Because I'm not a liar. So I was offended. What do you mean every man's a liar? I'm not a liar. I tell the truth. God tells the truth. We come short. Let God be true and every man a liar. We, we, aren't, we aren't always true. God is true and his word is true. So when we pray, we need to know his word. We need to pray according to his word, according to his will. If we don't, sometimes it's just a shot in the dark maybe. You know, it's just a, well, kind of throw up a prayer and I hope it works. Kind of say, well, I don't know. I really have never paid any attention. I really don't want to find out. I don't want to take the time. So maybe I'll just hope God does this that's not how he wants us to pray he wants us to pray according to his will according to his word because he's true and I believe then we can have faith because our faith is in him and who he is not who I am or who you are but our faith is in him and who he is and then we can pray according to faith according to faith if you're struggling with doubt Find out what his word says. Find out what his word says. His whole word. All of his word. Don't, you know, sometimes we pick and choose. You know, we kind of pick through the Bible. Oh, I like this. I like that. You know, we need to know what his word says about everything. And, and, you know, that's a non-ending. You don't get done doing that. You're always finding something new. You're always finding something that he has said. Wow. You know, what has he said about my family? What has he said about me? What has he said about our nation? What does God say? What does God want? What's his desire? What's his will? What's his will for our nation? What's his will for his people? If we fall short, whose fault do you think it is? I hate to tell you, but it's ours. You know, people always want to blame God. Why did God do this? Why did God do that? It's not God's fault. It's not God's fault. It's usually ours. It's ours because we don't know his word. We don't live according to his word. We don't pray according to his word. We need to find out what that is and then pray. Lord, you said, there's nothing wrong with saying, Lord, you said, your word says, and I'm believing I'm believing this because you said it. Not because I think it. Lord, I believe it because you said it. And your word is true. And I believe that. I believe it. So when there's things in our lives that we maybe struggle with, you know, things that we pray for, and we're going to continue to talk about prayer, you know, we're going to talk about persistent prayer, things that, you know, that need to happen. But, you know, there's things in our lives that we pray about, that we pray about. And, guess I would encourage you not to just throw up flippant prayers. I don't know if there is such a thing, and maybe I just made that up. I don't know. But, you know, sometimes I think we can be a little flippant in our prayers. I think we need to learn to pray in faith, believe, and know what God says. And pray according to what he said, uh, what he said and what he wants to do. Let's all stand. Heavenly Father, we just ask you to encourage each and every one here, Lord, that we would grow in our faith. And Lord, that to grow in faith, we need to know your word. Faith comes by hearing your word, not what everybody else around us says, not what everybody else around us thinks, but Lord, what your word says. Lord, help us to stand on your word, to believe your word, to trust you. Lord, I just pray you encourage each one here to, to just grow and pray and And seek you about the things that that they struggle with. Lord, that they would know that you hear because they're your child. So Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, I pray this week you would help us to, to seek you, to grow in our faith, to read your word, to know what you say. Lord, we thank you for that. We just pray this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.